on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 97.5. The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? We do, and I'm sure we'll just sit here and talk more and more about the Texans and all the drama going on over there, and then we'll also have some fun. You know why? Because it's a Tuesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Tuesday. A happy Tuesday, bitches. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler. Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Raybould, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show, you know the number for that. And uh, it is a Tuesday. You can also watch us on Twitch, by the way, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. How simple is that? Get in, pretty simple. Get in there and uh, put your comments in the chat, and we'll we'll use them because there's a lot of good ones in there. Um, it's a Tuesday. Usually, everybody's in a bad mood. Don't be. You know why? Because it doesn't do any good. If you're in a bad, it doesn't mood, help your life. No, it doesn't make anything better. You know, it's like if the Texans hire Leslie Frazier, it doesn't make your life better. It just gives you more things to be upset about. That's why you, you have to learn not to care. What's happening, Hoffman? Sports and stuff. I was just reading over. Uh, the the latest mock draft from Mel Kiper. It's oh. still apparently a big deal when Mel Kiper drops his mock draft. I don't But you know what? We we have like two and a half months to talk about Mel Kiper and then he disappears again for the whole yeah, year. Yeah, so yeah. it's okay. But he he I, I don't know who's now considered like his McShay passed him as ESPN's top draft guy. I think so. They've kind of quietly done that. But yeah, I kind of think that. So, and I mean, I like Lance and and all these guys at NFL Network are big, but it seems to me like the the top guy at ESPN is going to pretty much be considered the top guy. Is that am I wrong on that? Like, is Todd McShay probably the? Yeah, he probably. I consider Lance Erline the top guy. Well, of course, he's our guy. Yeah, yeah. From but just, I, I, I'm but yeah, talking about if, to the if, to the, uh, to if, the novice. Oh gosh, if you want me to be. Uh, you know, to the untrained eye, if, if, McShay's the top guy, right? If you want me to be the uh, unbiased guy, yeah, I'd probably say McShay, okay. and then, and then probably Holly. Yeah, uh, and Holly's then, a really wide, really, widely respected mock drafter, and then uh, Kuiper. Okay, has Holly stopped? Has she retired from mock drafting? I don't know. I mean, we need to start featuring her, and you know, get her in here so she can start counting them down for us. Well, we'll see. You know what we should do? Each week, she could do a new position group. <laughs> leading up to the draft maybe maybe that's a that's that's actually a great idea uh mel's mock draft couple surprises the jets not taking a quarterback at two interesting uh they, I, I can see them taking another shot with with sam darnold yeah. with a better coaching staff Devonte smith is the guy they have listed as number two uh, another wide receiver with the houston texans third pick the miami dolphins select Jamar Chase from LSU, Dude, who I think is, is going to be a monster. I agree, is going to be a monster. People forget about him because he didn't play this year. Yeah, but 
you know that that's going to be a great pick. Uh, number four, the Atlanta Falcons, Zach Wilson, quarterback BYU. I like Zach Wilson a lot. Uh, as I've said, other than Trevor Lawrence, I'm not taking a quarterback until at least the 20s because I I, I have my doubts. But I understand if you like the guy, you have to take quarterbacks. Um, so Matt that, Ryan is 36 years old. I'd rather, so I, get, I think I'd rather have Matt Ryan, though. To me, Matt Ryan is in the same predicament Deshaun Watson is in. They played for really bad teams. Not their fault. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I feel like the demise of, of Matt Ryan has been kind of, kind of over-reported. I, the guy can still ball. Uh, and if they if the Falcons do that, boy, they've got a they got a lot of defensive problems. Um, it, it just seems like you're you're trying to put new rims on a hoopty is what it looks like to me. I I, I would advise against that. Uh, fifth pick Panay Sewell from Oregon, the offensive tackle to the Bengals. Another the second the third wide receiver, third SEC wide receiver in the top six, Jalen Waddle to the Eagles. Justin Fields at seven to okay. the Lions. Interesting. Trey Lance at eight to the Panthers. So in the top eight picks, all eight offense, four quarterbacks, three receivers, and a left tackle. So somebody down the bottom of that top ten is going to get a really good defensive player. It sounds like. Well, the Denver Broncos get the guy who's widely regarded as the slam dunk uh, best defensive player. Although Penn State linebackers have a, a history of not being as good when they get to the NFL. That's happened on many occasions. Uh, but Mike Parsons at number nine, and then uh, Rashawn Slater, the left tackle for Northwestern at 10 to the Cowboys. Uh, a couple of other interesting ones. Kyle Pitts, the, tight, the freak show tight end from Florida, 11 to the Giants. Uh, Patrick Sertain to the 49ers, Alabama Ooh, corner. To boy, the that Niners. would be a good fit there. That guy's going to be really, really good. 15 to the Patriots, Mac Jones. Wow. You know what, though? if It's kind of like when the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes and I said, okay, you know what? That's going to work. Yeah, I could see it working. If the uh, Patriots take him, that will work. Uh, who else is of note in this thing? The, yeah, the, I guess that's all the, the sort of household names. Terrace Marshall, another wide receiver from uh, LSU, 27 to Baltimore. That'd be nice for them. Yeah, um, Baltimore never drafts re- good receivers, though. He'd wind up being n- no good. The lowly Buffalo Bills at number 30, Najee Harris, Alabama running back. Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, the... <laughs> The latest projections that will mean absolutely nothing. I, I, I'll say this: I think Mel Kiper is going to get at least one out of thirty-two right. I, I'll almost lock it in that he'll get number one. Yeah, right. I, I don't remember if it was Lance I was talking to about this or someone else, but I think if you get five or six right in the first round, you've done a good job. Pretty good. Yeah. And it, this is, but this is a, a free square year. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you've got one free square, and then you. I think you need to get five other ones to be considered good this year. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what side it was, but I found a mock draft. Did, did Kobe die again? Am I missing something? Is this the anniversary of Kobe oh, it dying? Must be. Is yeah. that yes, why all the, uh, the, okay. the talk of Kobe? Uh, but 
No, I was I was looking at a website and it had its mock draft with the Texans making a trade with the Jets and it had them taking an offensive tackle with the second pick. I'm like, uh, this is probably the well, they could trade Laramie Tunsil. Uh, guess what? You're already going to eat 21 to, million of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. There's no way in hell you could trade Laramie Tunsil. This is just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's why I didn't bring it up because I thought it was oh, I was kind of funny. I thought I could make fun of it, but then I didn't want to give him any credit. So. Um, Roberto says Rams GM sounded like golf is gone. They have no first round pick, so forget Watson, Stafford, Rogers if available, or second round quarterback. I think. Well, you know what? Pretty sure Sean McVay can turn almost anything into a decent quarterback. Yeah. But Matt Stafford would be a good fit. Um, I, I think, uh, and that's obviously the biggest guy who we know is available. I mean, we'll have to see on Watson and, and Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan would be a good fit. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see him in that offense. Yeah. But I also think that if you're the 49ers and Matt Ryan's available, isn't that the perfect match for to put Shanahan back with Ryan? Yeah. That, I mean, that's the best fit for Matt Ryan. Yeah. And if I'm Matt Ryan and they draft Zach Wilson, that's what I'm asking. I'm saying, hey, can you guys trade me out of here? Yeah. Listen, I, I, I got a couple years left. Because it's because it, it's just a matter of time before they say, all right, you know what, let's let's put the kid in there. And Because what, as soon as you draft Zach Wilson, you, you're saying we're starting a rebuild. Right. So, uh, and, you know, unless, and like, and if and, I'm Julio, I ask for the same thing. Yeah. Like, hey, let me go somewhere else. <laughs> so. you, you guys have Calvin Ridley. He's going to be really good. You know, he'll be around for this kid, but get, get me out of here. Thanks for the memories. Yep. Even if they weren't so sweet. He tastes like you, only sweeter. Uh, Ooh. I, I just, just wanted one of Aaron's songs. Oh. Uh, 713-780-3776. Lot more to get to. And, uh, We'll talk about that. Yeah, I've why I've come around on hiring Leslie Frazier would be a disaster. Okay, we'll talk about that. And we and, and why I hope that Exhibit A, the Chiefs game. <laughs> well, yeah, we could stop there, but I have some other stuff. And I also, you know what though, I also think if I'm giving the benefit of the doubt, I have a theory as to why he's a big candidate. All right, and he, he's not really a candidate, but why his name's out there. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, How was that for a tease, guys? The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. So, here's my hope. And we're going, this is kind of next level thinking on this as far as and giving the Texans way too much credit. But we keep hearing about how all these guys have the same agent. Maybe they're just going through this to make the guy look good for so the agent can sell him to other teams next year. Maybe. I mean, that, that would make a lot of sense, right? Help, help your buddy out, and it's all good. But if they hire this guy, I, I mean, I'm, I'm done, man. It's just another retread. 
And like I, I you had one winning season in Minnesota when Adrian Peterson went nuts. The rest of the time his defenses were terrible. Uh he's been over some bad defenses. He's been over some good defenses. But you know, that's supposed to be your specialty. I need you top five all the time if you're gonna be a head a coach. Head coach. Yeah. Well, what you're what you're not accounting for is Fred. He's also black. Yeah. Which Okay, bumps him to the top of the list. So let me just throw this out. If that has to be your reasoning, and Eric Bieniemy is not going to be the guy, if you're going to do a retread, I'd rather have the guy who went to the Super Bowl. Give me Jim Caldwell. Mm. Not crazy about that either. Don't get me wrong. No, but at least he had some success as a head coach. Yeah, and the, and the Lions got worse when he left. I mean, they weren't good, but it, but you know, I guess nine and seven isn't good enough for the Lions. I'm sure it'd be good yeah, enough for the Texans. Which since when is nine and seven not good for the Lions? That's what that. Yeah. They messed up on that. They thought they had something real in Patricia. He's a joke. Yeah, he was he was an absolute clown. Um, yeah, I, I guess my, my concern with Caldwell would be he's been out of the game. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a turnoff to me. Um, and it, it, I'll, I'll say this, and it shouldn't matter to the Texans, but, you know, if, if you take Leslie Frazier from the Bills, the Bills get two third-round picks. They're already the second best team in the league or in the AFC. Well, and that's why that stupid the, rule is going to start backfiring. Two third round picks. Yeah. They're the best team in the AFC. And to be honest, Leslie Frazier is not worth giving the Bills two third round picks. I'm sorry. Now I know you don't have to play them every year, but yeah, when when it comes to the Chiefs, all right, well, the Chiefs are already pretty good. Well, meanwhile, you could you could take Matt Everflus from the Colts a division rival you're taking from them, they would get no third-round picks because Matt Eberflus is white. Very pale. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's it really does like kind of put levels to it, it, the thinking. Like you, you have to you have to approach it from a lot of different angles because we talked about this yesterday. And, and if you think we're just making jokes about Leslie Frazier being black, I, I believe, and Lance Zerline agreed. This is pretty much – the Texans have to hire a black coach. I, they, I, I believe they are feeling lots of pressure, not only from the league, but from, but, but from the media, that they, because of, there were seven coach openings, zero black hires. I think there's a lot of pre- – all that pressure fell on the Texans. And the Texans, who I think sort of unfairly have a reputation as a racist organization, I, I think that they almost have to do it. Uh, it, so that's why I think Leslie Frazier is is still a serious candidate. I'm still hopeful that they hire Eric Bieniemy because I think Eric Bieniemy is the best candidate. Period. Agreed. And and that's and by the way, it's something else I kind of uh, talk somebody over there today. Unless the NFL changes its rules again, they can Zoom interview him, but they can't interview him in person. Okay. Because his team's still playing, which I think is dumb. You've got an off week. Yeah. He's not going to be working every day here, and and if you have to fly to Kansas City. Or fly to Tampa, either one, to meet with him. What's the problem? They got a jet. They went and got Nick Nick on it. Excuse yeah. me, Nick got a ride on it. Yeah. So, uh, and somebody wants to know uh, how many draft picks for a Hispanic coach? Zero. You know what? How many draft picks for a Lebanese coach? They got zero. Forty Nine ers should have got a couple. So I'm well, saying you'd think so. You know what? There's a lot fewer Lebanese guys in the league. True. Than there are black or white guys. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a dumb rule at the time. It's still a dumb rule, but especially, uh, it is going to come down to a situation where like, let's say, let's say Eberflus was black 
You really want to give a division rival two third-round picks? No. I think I'm going to go a different direction, right? So I think it's going to backfire. There's going to be guys who don't get the job because of that. But that's uh, that's just me. But I, I really do not want Leslie. I, what I always say about retreads, don't give me any retreads. I don't know Caldwell's a retread, but at least he's a, a retread with a little more tread Yeah, you know, in, in terms of success. But uh, KC says, I know there's a real stretch. Any chance the Texans try to reach out to convince Tony Dungy to come out of retirement? That guy hasn't coached in like 13, 14 years. Yeah. I, I'm guessing no. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I know a lot of so people. He would be a good fit with this well, yeah. organization's direction now. He's a Jesus be involved guy, Involved in the prayer circles yeah. for sure. Yeah. And the Texans are going to need a lot of prayer for a long time. <laughs> and thoughts. They'll need prayers and thoughts in that order, actually. And it's also going to take a 10-year commitment like they did, had to give to Gruden to buy yeah. him out of the no, ESPN money. I'm not, right. I'm not interested in Dungy's Tony making Dungy. that NBC money. Yeah. Uh, honestly, and someone else earlier asked about Herm Edwards. I don't think Herm Edwards is a good coach, period. Like, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think that. I don't think Herm Edwards would be a viable option if he were in the league now and having some kind of success. I, I think Herm Edwards is is just not good. Yeah, and and I know, and I'm not in any way being critical of somebody bringing up Tony Dungy, but I know because you see these guys on TV a lot, and that's the same thing with Gruden, same thing with Cower, but they've been out of the game for a long time, and it's yeah. not just that. It's the workload is totally different for a coach than it is for an analyst. An analyst can show up. He does his homework, shows up, does his show. He's got somebody in his ear telling him everything. Uh, when you got a coach, man, those are 80 hours a week. And I don't see Tony Dungy at this stage of his life wanting to do that. I don't see Bill Cower wanting to do that. There's a reason he left. Those guys accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. And they're getting paid a hell of a lot of money to work half the year. So, and even if they did want to come back like Gruden, I would have... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have paid Gruden all that because have either. when you look at his record, the, there is a Super Bowl on there with Tony Dungy's team. Uh, but the rest of his record, Tampa after that, not great. He had a, a couple of really good seasons with the Raiders. But overall, I mean, he was a good coach who won a Super Bowl. Uh, is he on the par with Andy Reid who's won a Super Bowl or any of those? Guys? No. No. So, yeah, Christian Sinesis, this is why Frazier will be the next coach, uh, head coach. Quiet confidence and deep faith. Can Please get faith out of sports. You know, please. I mean, faith has its place. Sports ain't it. I just want to thank God for us killing them today, 70 to 3. Oh, yeah. so God hated them. Good. He loved you, but he hated them. Oh, my goodness. That is no way to make hires. And see, somebody asked, what about Tony Romo? Same thing, man. I mean, Tony... Is making sixteen million dollars a year with no pressure to work ten hours a week max. Tony Romo could say, "Oh, here comes a quick slant to the tight end," and they could throw a post route to the wide receiver and be like, "Oh, he had him, but he he saw something better." And no one bats an eye because it's no one's mad at Tony when he misses it. I mean, people might joke about it, but yeah, and and Tony's not a coach. What's the difference between hiring Tony Romo and Josh McCown? There is no difference, and and that's the thing because you see him on TV. Keep in mind, there's guys in their ear telling him stuff all the time. And if you're really paying attention to Tony, his first year, he was terrific at guessing stuff. I mean, he was just nailing it. And other than picking the Super Bowl, right, which props to him for in week 12, uh, when you when you look at it, 
And I don't know if he quit putting in the same effort or what, but he misses a lot more. It's just nobody nobody really brings it up because he got off to such a great start. Well, he said that year when they asked him about three-quarters of the way through the season, he was like, oh, I'm watching like six, seven hours of game film on the two teams that I have to cover. So it's just like watching game film when I was a player. I just made notes of what I thought was going to come, and I had my notes right in front of me. Well, that was also when he was doing one game a week. Exactly. Now, now his workload's up. And and he got paid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't see him. I, and I've never heard him say that he was going to be a coach. Yeah, and, and again, it's a totally different skill set. That's like saying, hey, let's make A.J. Hoffman the coach. Well, John Madden was a coach and also an analyst. Yeah, so. but he also didn't go back to coaching after uh, analyzing. Yeah, well, and I, I do think coaches make the best analysts, which is why so many people, they, oh, why not give this guy another chance? Because they do have a big picture look at it, more so than players. Players play their position. Quarterbacks understand. Uh, you know, I think, like, I'd like to see more centers as yeah. analysts because they also have a, a really good understanding of everything. But for the most part, it, it's... Coaches, former coaches, former GMs tend to make the best analysts because they have a, a larger understanding of the game, but it doesn't mean they can go back to coaching. All righty. Why don't we take a quick break? It is the Blitz. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Who says, hell, if anyone's looking for a touchy-feely coach, I'm surprised they haven't tried to resurrect Dick Vermeil. Vermeil's one of the few guys that was able to come back after that long and and have success. And I think and he, and he came back with a totally different mindset. Which was, you know, Mike Martz's OC, let's just throw the ball all over the place, um, which is not what he had did, done with the Eagles. And he had success. I think we interviewed him about two years ago. I don't think he's got everything left. I mean, I he was, uh, he'd be in the middle of a sentence and he'd forget what he was talking about. So, yeah, I don't think, uh, you know. Why I, don't we hear more about Tebow? Uh, yeah, let's let's get another guy who's never... Coached at any level, but he's close to God. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. Until they actually pull something like that, I'm. I'm gonna give, give him the benefit. I'm gonna give Nick the benefit of the doubt. Not I, the rest of the Jokers. Just no, Nick. no, God, no. If it's Cal and and Jesus Easterby, to hell with that. But if if I'm really hoping that they've got a guy who knows what he's doing in here, and and we're gonna find out with this hire. If it's Leslie Frazier, then you could go ahead and throw him into the box of morons with the other two. Uh, but I, I'm going to give him credit that that's not what it is. So, yeah, that's... But, I mean, I don't know. I really don't. Oh, two five one touchy-feely. I think Sandusky might be available. Ugh. Uh, it... Here's something a little bit different. Random question. Better career, Philip Rivers or Tony Romo? I'm going to go with Rivers. Yeah. Mm, I mean, uh, did it for longer. Um, and somebody asking, Frazier or Lovey? I don't want either one. And Lovey failed at 
college too. Let's let's uh, you know, I I, I, can, I don't want retreads. If you're going to make a mistake, make a mistake with a new guy. Because you don't know. The new guy might be the next Belichick. He might be the next O'Brien. I don't know. But at least, you know, we know what these other guys are. We know what their ceiling is. We know what they've done. So, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. If you want to get in. And, um, yeah, I think... uh, my hope is they're just trying to be nice and build this guy up a little bit so that somebody else will give him a chance as a favor to their because that you know what I'd kind of respect that especially if your mind's already made up and it's going to be the enemy after the Super Bowl yeah then I kind of respect that but you know let let these guys get some run and we'll see what happens but uh, if it's not if if they're serious about this guy ooh that's David Shaw why why would anyone want David Shaw at this point. I have no idea. <laughs> have you paid attention to his last three years at Stanford? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and, and by the way, all these names you guys are throwing out now, I mean, they're down to, they're probably down to three, maybe less than that. So you can throw out all the names you want. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, unless they totally surprise us, which they could do, then it's going to be Frazier. It's going to be enemy. It's going to be Caldwell, maybe Eberflus. I kind of feel like if it's Eberflus, it would have already been done. I kind of feel like Caldwell is like a backup plan. And that the if other two. on the other two? Yeah. I think so, too. They're not going to miss. So, that's. Well, they could miss. Well, I mean, yeah. They're not going to miss on Frazier. He's going to take no, the job. No, no. Well, I, I don't know. I would, I would assume yeah, he's going to take the job. Nobody else is hiring him. If, if enemy can't get hired, how the hell is, is Leslie Frazier going to get hired by somebody else? I'm honestly hoping the Texans do take Leslie Frazier because the Bills will get two third-round well, picks. Get out, here with, yeah, get out of here with that. That's a fair trade. Yeah, especially Belichick was a retrade, but Cricket, you're, you're pulling out outliers. There's one. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and even people say, well, Pete Carroll, but Pete Carroll went to college and had a ton of success, yep. won national championships, at least that we remember. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's not many, there's not many guys out there who get a second chance that go on to be successful. So, now people ask, why hasn't Byron Leftwich gotten more run? I don't know. He, he was a hot name before the cycle. Uh, Marshall was really in love with him, and then nothing happened. So, I, I do think, it is a problem, this whole you can't hire them until their team's out, because I'm pretty sure Byron Leftwich and, and Bienemy would have got a lot more consideration from some of these guys uh, if they could have hired him. Well, last year I thought that's why maybe Bienemy didn't get hired because the truth is, if you miss out, like if you wait, 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 and then for what, it, like let's say Bienemy says, "No, I'm going to stay here in Kansas City," which right is it a bad call? I mean, it's he's in a good position. Then you're left with. Well, now what? Leslie Frazier? Or, I got, I mean, what if he says no? Jim Caldwell? Like, Marvin Lewis? Like, you get, you keep, if you, if you're waiting on the one, like, it's like waiting till the last minute to ask a girl to prom, and then she says no, and all the other dates are scooped up. It's, now it's like, well, now what do get, I do? There's a really ugly girl who That's what you me. end up having to do. That's what I would have done. But, I, I, 
I think, and part of that problem is, is I blame Josh McDaniel for this. Because remember, he took the Colts job, and then when they got there to where he could hire him, he backed out. And so, now it worked out better for him because Frank Reich is a better coach than Josh McDaniels. But you had to have that backup plan. And I think teams see that, and they say, you know, what happens if we get there and the guy backs out? And, and that's, you know, that makes me wonder, it's like how much, you know, how far along are you in the conversation? So, if if they know Eric Bieniemy's gonna take the job, it's not a problem. But that doesn't mean he's not gonna. It's not gonna mean like if Andy Reid wins a second Super Bowl. What if Andy says, you know what? I'm gonna go sit on the beach and be fat. Eric, I think it's your turn. And then what happens? You're left holding your yeah. your thing. Uh, let's try a call, Philip. You're on the blitz, go sir. Hello. Yep, hey, you're on. Sports. Go. Hey, Fred and AJ. Hey, I just want to say y'all, I love y'all show. I'm I'm uh, calling from uh, Pennsylvania. I listen to y'all every day, but I want to ask y'all because I watch uh, the national media always. It's like they're joyful over all this stuff that's going on with the Houston sports scene, and I just like what's going on. What? Is there something bad going on? I, and like I said, I, I'm from Houston, but I live in Pennsylvania now. And just watching, the, you know, everything that's going on with the Houston sports, you know, I just don't understand. Like, like they're just happy about Deshaun wanting to get out of Houston. They're happy that Harden wanted to get out of Houston. And then all of a sudden there's no coverage about Correa wanting to stay in Houston. I just wonder about the national media, and I want to uh, get y'all's uh, intake on that, and I'll hang up and listen. It's really simple. People love drama. Drama sells. <laughs> I mean, people, drama gets you clicks. Drama gets fine, you views. People were fine talking about Correa when it had to do with the cheating scandal. Yes, yeah. they didn't ignore it then. Um, yeah, it, it, this is. It, it, listen, that's the, when when your city is bringing bad attention to itself. It's going to get national attention. If your city does something right, it's probably going to get less attention because that's just the way that's the way the media works. That's the way social media works. And really, that's the way sports works because when when the Texans, let's say the Texans win the Super Bowl, how many fan bases celebrate? One. Yeah. When, so when something bad. Well, uh, I mean, with Deshaun, you've, you've got kind of some interest from other places. Uh, uh, but I mean, because he because Deshaun Watson has fans outside of Houston. Okay, but the point being, and I take Deshaun out of it. It could be anybody. Like let let's say the the Jags win the Super Bowl. There's they only one franchise is celebrating. Whereas when a franchise has egg on its face, the other the other thirty one franchises sit back. <laughs> They're doing the Nelson. Yeah, but this isn't laugh. this isn't about the franchise. This is it is specifically about the media, and he's right. What you're looking for is clicks. What you're looking for is ratings, and that's what gets. Them. But that's what I'm saying. What's giving you those clicks? Other fan bases who are wanting to laugh at the Texans, or Texans fans who want to see why are they laughing at us? No, I, I think it's bigger than that, man. I think it's it, it's because, and, and this is one of my beefs with with not just the national media but media in general, is the creation of stories, and it, I I think it started with Bounty Gate, with the Saints. Which they turned that into the you know basically like it was Law and Order SVU or CSI where they're trying to dig up every little thing and they did the same thing with the deflated balls they did the same thing to the Astros P- 
people keep telling you what a big deal story. None of those stories were really big deals. I hate to break it to you. I hate to be the one to say it. But it, honestly, all of those stories were bull bleep. They were not what the media made them into. And so you keep getting told how important it is. You keep, I mean, my God, people are analyzing PSI. Like, well, this PSI does this and this PSI does this and they didn't fumble a the ball. They're cheaters. It's stupid. But that's what people run with. Yeah, and everybody's running with Deshaun Watson wants to be traded, and Deshaun Watson's going to be traded, and it get, takes on a life of itself because people keep telling you what to think. And, and I would just say, other than listening to us, tell those people to bleep off. I mean, bleep off. But, you know, so that, and that's the thing. I mean, people always say, oh, well, the national media never pays attention to us. Stir up some drama. And by the way, Harden being traded to New York. Big deal for the media. Huge sure. deal. Because, you Well, know, Harden getting traded anywhere would have been a big deal. Uh, but it's much bigger that he's going to Brooklyn than if they'd sent him to Milwaukee. Agree. Uh, that's just, you know. And so he mentioned Spygate first. Eh. Yeah, that's another one. That's another one that just blew up. But that's the thing. None of these things are as big as it, they're being made out to be. And it, it, and it, it sucks because... You know, here we are sitting here having to talk about Deshaun Watson trades because that's what everybody's, they're like the, the pit bull that's got, that bit your leg and just won't let go. So we got to bite the same leg, you know? And the reality is, I'll be surprised if he's traded. But if he is, awesome. Get a, get a haul for him. But all the stuff like Greenberg a couple weeks ago, oh, I'm so feel so Houston, you have a problem. You're losing uh Harden and, and Watson. It's like, well, Greeny, if you understood Houston, people were okay with with Harden moving on. They're not okay with Watson moving on, but I'll tell you what, I think more and more people are getting that way. And uh, this is if you look at Leftwich and you have to look at McCown, why? How many years has McCown been an offensive coordinator? Zero. Byron Leftwich is was OC in Arizona. OC, OC in Tampa. On a team that's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Not one of these things is not like the other, sir. All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5.92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And yeah, here they go with this stuff on TV. Who's more likely to start for the 49ers next season, Stafford or Watson? Because I saw, I saw something yesterday that was talking about how many teams actually have like a, excuse me, a a, a set uh, quarterback plan going into next year. Like how many teams are locked in to who's going to be their starter next year? And, oh, it was Schefter. He said there are roughly 10 quarterbacks locked into starting jobs for opening day of the 2021 season. 
This is expected to be an unprecedented offseason of quarterback movement. The over-under on teams changing QBs this offseason is 18. I'll go with the over. Yeah, I saw that. Can I just say this about Shefty? Shefty is fast turning into going from reporter guy to hot take guy. He's been doing a lot but of I that lately. But I don't think this is that far off. Eh, I, I don't know. I think we talk about this every year, There and there's always quarterback moves. But I, I don't... Here's what we know. There's a lot of teams trying to change quarterbacks this offseason. Yeah. Well, and, and... All right, so you've got the Colts, who... Their guy's gone, so you know that's one. He's gone. Uh, Tennessee, I think we think is pretty locked in, right? Yeah. Houston and Jacksonville. Jacksonville's going to have a new one for sure. Right. Houston could possibly have a new one. That's three out of the four in that division. Yeah, I just that's if you buy into Schefter's reports that Watson's going to be traded, which I don't. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, it's not just Schefter saying that. Lance said yesterday he thinks it's 60-40 that he's gone. Yep, and I think those guys are wrong. <laughs> okay. I, I think that they, but there's a lot of teams that the Broncos will probably have a new quarterback. Yeah. Um, the Raiders have been talking about having a new quarterback for years. Yeah. And they haven't changed. So the, the Steelers could have a new quarterback. Yeah. The Browns, I think, are pretty safe. Mm hmm. Saints. Saints are going to have a new quarterback. Patriots are going to have a new quarterback. The uh, the Jets, I don't know. I, I don't know. The, the, the football team will have a new quarterback. The Cowboys will have a new quarterback. Will they? Yeah. D- different than Andy Dalton? Well, I would guess. But he wasn't the starter of the year. I was Dak. I mean, it's Dak. I don't know. The Dak starting week one. Well, I don't know if he is either, but I don't I think I don't think they're moving on from Dak. The Eagles will have a new starter. Um I don't know. They said they're committed to Carson Wentz a couple weeks ago. <laughs> okay. And they're hoping a new coach can fix that. Okay. Aaron Rodgers says he wants out. I doubt he gets out. Yeah, well, that's, that's another out. one. That's just that's he's always been an emotional little guy. Are the Bears yeah. going to re-sign Mitch Trubisky? I think Trubisky might have saved his damn job. That's crazy. If I know. He did. It's I know. Crazy if he did. But I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it, not everybody can fix these things. The Lions won out of their deal. Well, the Lions are going to trade uh, Stafford. They they said they'll do that. But the Panthers will have a new quarterback, presumably. Yeah, if there's one available. I mean, the Rams, it, they want a new quarterback. But see, here, here's the problem with this whole thing, everything you're going through, is there's not enough quarterbacks that are worth a damn to fill all those there's, except there's to not. shuffle them around. But, so that's not a lot everybody, but not everybody's going to be able to make that move. No, they're not. And like if you're the Eagles, you can't really trade Wentz's contract, so you're probably keeping him. And as much as Goff and, and McVay hate each other, you know what? They'll probably figure it out. They'll probably it's, figure it's it out. It's punitive to, tr- to try to trade him. Yeah. So... But that also doesn't mean that the Eagles won't keep wins and just not play them. It's a possibility. Same with golf. But like, I, I think we've those, seen we've seen players with big contracts sit and watch young cheap guys plenty of times before, and that could happen. But I, I also think that the whoever, uh, well, I, I think Tony Soprano will do everything he can to see if Carson Wentz can win that job. Yeah, we're getting back to what we're talking about. Somebody said if, if we had no social media and it was just newspapers and such, would these scandals be as big as they've been made out to be? Well, you know what? I was. I remember one scandal that happened before all this, pretty big steroid scandal, and and but yeah, same thing though. Everybody made too much of it, just like they do now. So, anyway. He says, OC, really that great when you have Tom Brady left, which wasn't this good last year, and McDaniel wasn't so good this year. 
Leftwich's offense was pretty good last year. The problem is Jameis Winston turning the damn ball over. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, guy threw 30 picks. He also threw 30 touchdowns. Jameis Winston. So, and that, you know, that offense is, it's an Arians offense, which is different, but they adjusted this year to having Tom Brady. Tom Brady is not exactly, look, Tom Brady's not the Tom Brady you're used to seeing. He's still pretty good, but he's not, you know, he, there's throws he can't make anymore. They've adjusted to that. That is good coaching. So, yeah, keep pushing a guy who's never coached a day in his life. That's all good. Yeah. Uh, 713-780 ESPN Rain Man was so did AJ say the Panthers will have a new quarterback is Teddy B done for good I I, I don't know that I don't know that they're going to be out that's and that's I, I, but I, I know that they want something new the Panthers ooh. don't want to keep running Teddy Bridgewater out there yeah, and not I the answer and I want a hot young side piece it ain't yeah. happening uh that you may not be able to do better than Teddy Bridgewater you might not and, and you probably won't be able to but they draft in the top 10 yeah but that doesn't mean that guy's going to start right away no so it, it is, and I guess a lot of it depends on what your de- what your definition is. Like, will that will these teams have a different starter week one than they had week one last year? A lot of them will because a lot of them switched in the middle of the year this year. Uh, yeah. So, it, I mean, Carolina could have they could draft a guy and then Teddy Bridgewater starts the season and then yeah, halfway I, through the season he's not the quarterback anymore. Do we count that as a QB change? I, I guess it depends on what your definition is. If he's saying all these changes well, if you're, are going to happen you're, in If you're going to set an over-under, Shefty, you better give me rules. Well, yeah. Because if I'm betting on it, I want rules. There's got to be rules. Yeah, because you know how some of those tickets say all you know, uh, all games must be played to be uh, uh, for bet to be valid or games must be played to conclusion for bet to be valid? All right, well, give me what, what it has to happen for the bet to be valid. Um, yeah, I, I just, I honestly, th- this has gotten to be a more recent thing with me, but I wish Shefty would just stick to tweeting out breaking news because he's really good at that. But he has started to evolve into a guy who has to have a hot take opinion on things, and they're using him on all, on all these shows, and he's not very good at it. Uh, he's I'm, I'm sorry. It, it, if you want to be Colin Cowherd, you better be good at it. Colin's good at it. He's not. He's really good at uh, coaches are telling me this or sources around the league are telling yeah. me this. And somebody says, I, I feel like only Lawrence is good enough to go in the first round. All the others are trash. I don't know about trash, but I agree with you on that. I think AJ agrees with you on that. I like a couple guys, but I wouldn't use a first-round pick on them. I'm with you. But we know how it is with quarterbacks. There'll probably be four or five of them go in the first round, and only one of them should. So, 713-780-ESPN. Somebody asked, are we allowed to bash Big Brother ESPN personalities? I'm not bashing his I'm not bashing him. Uh, I, I'm just saying there's one thing he's really, really good at, and I wish he'd stick to that. That's not bashing him. He's, a, he's the best in the business at, at, at that. But, the, but too many times you try to get people into other roles that they're not suited for. It's like, uh, you know Stephen what? Stephen A. I think uh, the problem with Stephen A is so successful that they've spread him too thin. They've got they also him to- put him on like UFC fights that he knows nothing about, too. Yeah, but I mean, he he's their biggest star, and they're paying him like the biggest star. You're going to put him everywhere. Uh, he's he's really good at basketball, and that I don't know that it's fair that they put him on some of this other stuff. But but yeah, like on MMA, it's like come on, man. <laughs> I mean, not I mean, it's not everybody can 
be really good at all that stuff. Like, I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are. Fortunately, I, I can stay away from the weaknesses. And some of them, like, you know what? I don't really need to focus on MMA because I'm sitting next to a guy who's one of the best in the country at it. So what am I going to add? Other than to ask a few questions to him, what did you think about this? Hey, a lot of people were saying this. You know, what's your take on it? I don't have to be good at it. And actually, I, I look pretty smart on it because I just rely on him. It's kind of smart. Uh, Lamont saying, calling BS on your take that we've seen lots of players sit out outside of Dwayne Brown and that O-lineman from D.C. I don't remember a lot. That's because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a team keeping, like, it, the Eagles could keep Carson Wentz and just have him not play. Like, he could be the backup. Yeah, I, I, that's, yeah I'm not that's... talking about him, like, holding out. That, that doesn't happen very often anymore, and it's very punitive for it to happen. What I'm saying is teams who have a, a well-paid starter, they, they get benched, and then their backup takes takes the reps. It, it, it happens pretty regularly. Yeah, I'm not I'm – not, I thought that was pretty clear. Yeah, I, I, he, I think he just misunderstood what I was talking about. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about a team, like, just sitting him down on the bench – and letting him be the backup. And I think in Wentz's case and Goff's case, I could see that happening. And maybe... We saw it yeah, the, well, late, the later it, half well, of this guess season. guess what? We saw it with Trubisky this year with Nick yep. Foles. So, you know, that's... I don't know. All right. We are going to take a very quick break. Well, that's an hour already? Damn. 60 in the rear. Uh, 120 in the... So longer in the front than the back right now. Yeah. All right. But but it's filling up fast. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it always evens out in the end. All right. uh, We come back. A little more coaching stuff to get into. Like I said, this Leslie Frazier thing's really bothering me. I'm going to throw out a couple other names. Tell me you'd rather have them or him. Okay. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I can't with the 